0: Welcome to the Elder Hour podcast, where we discuss the history of plants from a magical perspective. We'll be exploring the history, lore, and mystical properties of a new plant every single
1: week. I'm your host, Juliette Diaz, an indigenous Taino bruja and seer from a long line of medicine, women, and men. I have a master's of science in herbal medicine, best-selling author of Witchery, Embrace the Witch Within, and founder of Plant Coven.
0: And I'm your host, Chelsea Selby, owner of occult bath and body brand, Witch Baby Soap, college-educated holistic health practitioner, and lifelong witch. Welcome to the Elder Hour podcast. This is episode three of our new season, and today we're going to talk about Juniper.
1: Yes, yeah, super excited for this one. It's
0: nice and juicy. <laughs> Me too. I love this one. I work with Juniper a lot. I love it because it's so accessible to a lot of people. And
1: I get a lot of questions with people saying, I don't know what to do with it. What can I do magically? How can I use it or work with it? So I think this is going to be a really great episode. I'm excited for it, actually.
0: Me too. Um, okay, so let's like jump right into it. hmm so, Juniper is ruled by the Sun and Mercury. Mm-hmm. It's sacred to Circe, Holda, Saturn, Odin, um, and Frau Wacholder. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but I'm uh, just guessing. It's interesting, though, they, that the, the
1: associations are, like, in different texts also. They're not all in one place.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. <laughs> it's even, like, I see it in parking lots. It's fucking everywhere. (laughs) Um, Basically, it's used for health and healing spells, finding lost or stolen objects, exorcisms and hex breaking protection, dispelling evil spirits, cleansing. Yeah. And And for
1: for like my my culture, indigenous roots, we use it for like opening the doors between realms, purification and protection as well.
0: I love that. You know, speaking of of which, it's a really good alternative for people who are like, if I can't use white sage, what can I use? For real. Like a lot of things,
1: guys. A lot of things.
0: (laughs) Juniper. Juniper especially. Juniper (laughs) is great. It's like a really good alternative to white sage.
1: Everyone's going to be obsessed with Juniper after this episode. It's a (laughs) powerhouse. It really is. I mean, I don't even use... A lot of other traditional indigenous um, plants all the time. I opt for juniper a lot. I mean, once you become buddies with juniper and its energy and its spirit, it's like you're unstoppable.
0: It's true, and it does have like like I like how you said buddies because it does have this like friendly uh, community nature about it. Mm-hmm. I love using it during the holidays, especially. I, it's like so hard for me to not want to throw it in every single product we make in the winter time i'm like let's add juniper in the even like this past collection i was like i'm already putting juniper in like two different things i need to slow down with the juniper okay so other names for the juniper tree are wotens rod um jimberry and mountain you in scotland that's what it's called in the language of flowers, it represents confidence and protection, initiative and ingenuity. And it's an herb of mercury, yeah, which I, it makes sense because it doesn't talk about the communicative properties mm-hmm. when you look it up in books. But based on all of the stories, there's a lot of communication taking place with the juniper tree. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I write about it in my 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 book about how to communicate with it, but mostly I guess Mars I wonder it does have Saturn association as well right I did
0: not find that, but I would i I mean it's sacred to Saturn, so you would think Saturn a lot of Saturnine plants are usually poisonous
1: well the reason why I feel association with Saturn is because when I channel with um juniper it's primary communicative Um,
0: way to connect with you is through helping you travel through other realms that's really interesting because in middle high german it's known as weckolter Weckel meaning awake and tar meaning tree the awake tree Mm. that is interesting
1: yeah i could definitely see that they should add that into the text (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah
0: so that's like on point yeah, I love it. It, de- it definitely raises your level of consciousness for sure. Mm-hmm. That's why I love it. Also in Germany, uh, juniper was used alongside peony, black hellbore, and mugwort to cleanse and clear evil influences. So, you know, along with those, I think it kind of, that's like an interesting group. It is very, in- especially peony for that. Yeah. What the hell?
1: Interesting. And maybe for like the gentleness an easy l- travel.
0: Well, peony is also a solar plant, so maybe just like the illumination that peony brings. But hmm. yeah, illumination that. is a is a cruel, cruel mistress. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess it just like illuminates like the evil influences, and so that you can cleanse them. I don't know, but that would be my assumption, maybe. Yeah, it makes sense. So, also in Germany, uh, you have Madame Juniper, Frau Wacholder, um, goddess to goblins and other forest-dwelling spirits. Mm -hmm. The forests of Germany are actually rumored to be haunted with demons, and this is apparently one of them. And that also, Madame Juniper herself is a demon or a goblin. Interesting. Yeah, I found that interesting. I I don't know if that's just like a bastardized version of a uh, Christian retelling, if you will. Yeah, I have Madame Juniper. Well, like I
1: was just the other day, my husband was saying that he had a dream of these little goblins and trolls, little demons dancing around me. So I was like, you know, not all of them are bad. That's so funny. It's like, they're not all bad just because, you know, again, history paints this picture of these creatures to be evil because they're different. Right. Obviously. So yes, everything, just like humans, there's evil and there's good. And, and, and any creature in the world, you know, it doesn't make all of them the same. So very interesting.
0: Also the goblin archetype is just so like, fascinating it is you know but I I just like the green goblin and spider-man and then when you were when you were saying that my daughter even like when you're a kid goblins are a thing that are like very common in the childhood experience to read about or like see on tv shows and I was just like imagining my daughter's books from second grade she read these like fairy books Mm -hmm. and the fairies were always like uh, having having goblin problems <laughs> there was like these little sneaky green goblins and i was just uh, picturing all of the ones from the book just like holding hands in a circle around you <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they're
1: they're they're cute i love the i love the folklore and the stories we have so many books on them but they're very they're interesting and again they're just it depends on If you're fucking with them or not, they will leave you alone, you know?
0: Yeah, I think if you fuck with literally anything, you know, you're going to face some type of trouble. Well, that reminds me
1: of how it's associated with um, Native American tribes. So I'm going to just go through a little bit of that with you, Mm -hmm. um, with all of you so juniper plants are associated with protection in many different native american tribes they use juniper to banish evil spirits and ill intentions among the southwestern pueblos juniper were believed to contract ghost sickness for people who handle the bodies of the dead or for people like myself who interact with spirits or past ones so juniper if you're someone who sees spirits feels them hears them if someone just passed away If you're having trouble, um, with, with the emotions that you're carrying from, you know, maybe just recent past loved ones, Juniper is the one you want to work with, like carry it on you, put it in your pillowcase. Um, I have it like over my bed. I have it next to, I actually put it inside like, um, a glass of water on the side of my bed. Mm -hmm. And anytime that I'm having like high times of visions. And it protects you from ill-intended spirits. And then plain tribes such as the Dakota, often hung juniper on their homes or burned them in the campfire to keep their homes safe from storms, but also from evil nature spirits. This is like a huge thing um, in their a lot of their stories. And in many tribes, people, especially hunters, would carry a sprig of juniper as a protective charm or rub juniper branches on their bodies before embarking on a dangerous journey um, to protect themselves from like grizzly bears or anything in general, including entities and spirits and demons that would, that would bother them or try to hurt them on their journey.
0: That's so interesting. Cause like, you know, your oceans apart, but it still falls in line. Like both uses across the ocean are exactly the same. Well,
1: that's the what intrigues me so much about working with plants and channeling them the way I did with the book, or, or how I do often, is because people all over the world are. Ca- you're capable of doing this. This is something that's not just for some people. You being born onto Earth, this is an innate gift that we all carry. It's just our the blocks that have been created with our sight um, through life with experiences and just uh, the the you know, the, the hamster wheel that we're on in life in particularly keeps us from accessing those gifts, right. That we already mm-hmm. do have. So I love hearing how across the world, across the waters, wherever there's similarities and stories. And it's because of that, because people yeah. have been able to
0: connect. Even so, even like the, the clearing with death workers and stuff um, during plagues and things like that. We've touched on this in past episodes that it would be used in hospitals with like lavender and rosemary yes. um, in French hospitals. And um, in Italy, it's hung above doorways to keep, of course, witches away. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, you. I'm, I'm starting to think like, when they mention witches, they just mean, like, any bad intentions that were being sent them their way. That's how I'm starting to look at the, the text of when they refer to witches.
0: Yeah, like, somebody uh, sending you the evil eye or, like, trying to hex you. It's the, all we can do. It's just yeah.
1: associated with you being a witch because you're working with energies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they have, they use it for the purification in Scotland. Um, they develop a fumigating system for animals, barn animals and homes to prevent disease. Um, so they also do it before the sacrifice of an animal like Siberian shamans used to do that. Yeah. Oh, I I found another reference to, um, Saturn on here actually. So on here. Um, juniper was also used in purification rice as it both helps purify and drive away lingering spirits. We can see this in its use in the Key of Solomon, which lists juniper as the herb tied to invocations of Saturn. The purification. Ah, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, the purification uses juniper. Um of juniper go back to the Greeks who also burned for purification, and Egyptian used it, Egyptians used it both medicinally and to embalm their dead.
0: That's so interesting that you're finding like the all the burning too, Um, because in Scotland it also it represents the wind and the air because it's so fragrant. Yeah, it's thought to prevent house fires. Native Americans that's what they used it for too to protect. It. So and that is so fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> but what's even
1: more fascinating in this text is how Egyptians used it for embalming their dead. Again, you have a lot of reference to the spirits and the passing and the dead. Um, and then what Saturn, right? Tied into it, like I said before, because anything dealing with the dead is what? Other realms. Mm-hmm. So that would be like Saturn definitely is in there.
0: I find it so interesting that it, it has similar uses, like so spot on in so many different places. And the reason that I find this so fascinating is that juniper is known to be one of the chattiest trees i don't know if you saw this anywhere but according to british and irish folklore uh, juniper is said to like cry out when you uproot it Mm. additionally there's like a swedish legend that stated that a man was cutting down a juniper tree for wood when he heard a voice say friend hew me not which he ignored. And then with his next swing of the axe, be- blood began to gush from its roots. Interesting. So very like shiny esque. Yeah. Um, but I found this little story about juniper and how it became known as a plant. This ties into its chattiness, um, but also like why it helps you find stolen objects. Because when I was reading through the text, I was like, Why is this associated with finding stolen objects? Like, that's what I need to know because that is like, you know, you look at stuff and it says like healing, protection, blah, blah, blah. And those are pretty standard things, but specifically stolen objects is what really like hooked me. Yeah. I was like, where is this coming from? So there's this story from Buckinghamshire, and it goes like this. There was a mill beneath a steep chalked down. On the down, many juniper bushes grew, squat, spiky, and bearing dark berries. The juniper bushes were dotted all over the bare hillside. Not much happened in that place, and nobody came by. Junipers are gossips, nearly as bad as the pine trees, and they get bored very easily. In this quiet, chalky place, the older juniper bushes were so bored that they started to die out from their middles and collapse in desperation. The only people the juniper bushes ever saw brought their corn in carts along the track down by the river. The junipers gossiped about them constantly and thought how nice it would be if they did something interesting. Then it happened. One day, a man crept over the down with a sack of stolen corn on his back. He tiptoed past the juniper bushes, offered the stolen corn to the miller, and the miller welcomed him as if he had known him all along. Soon, every juniper for miles knew all about it, too. They were so excited that in only a few hours, the village constable also heard and he brought along with him to to that lonely place to arrest the robbers the thief and the miller were tried and convicted and that gave the junipers even more to gossip about that's so interesting because juniper
1: trees and like referenced in my culture um birds love 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 to be in juniper trees but birds are carriers of messages right they're the chatterboxes Mm -hmm yeah, Tree in general, they're very chatty, and they don't like to be alone. That's why there's so many trees that grow together. Um, they just like community. They love talking. They love being next to each other. and they they speak and connect through their root systems as well, not just energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting you say that because if I, I, when you're telling a story, I can see like these birds just hanging out, hearing these um, these stories and passing it on to the town um but yeah I I really love that that they call them the chatty trees
0: I just want to see like a children's book about these chatty junipers now (laughs) like (laughs) like, I just think it'd be the cutest thing like that is I love that story and I love that they're so chatty it like I haven't looked at a juniper the same way since I read that but also now I know if I have I need privacy, I better not do anything around a juniper. <laughs> In general, just with trees, it,
1: they're great listeners. I call them the, ther- the nature therapists, just to go to them and sit by them, talk to them, let go of like your fears and share experiences, all of it. They're, it, they're just amazing. And somehow they find a way to communicate back with you, um, which is always exciting.
0: I find it really interesting because juniper is so chatty, but slippery elm has a reputation for not liking people and not liking humans in particular and I, has a I find it to be true with pine also well juniper i mean slippery elm can be used to stop gossip mm mm-hmm. so it's like the opposite, yeah, it's like get away from me and also shut up. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> shut the fuck up
1: <laughs> you know it has the, like cat vibes to me that it's sweet when it needs to and it will give you opportunity to work with it when it wants to but when it's had enough it's like it shuts you off
0: yeah and like speaking of that juniper because it is a gossip actually does have enemies hmm so in Iceland there's a superstition that mountain ash is the enemy of juniper and will cause juniper to split in half if grown on either side. So also if you both are kept in the house the house will burn down. What? So this is a very serious business. The feud between the mountain ash and juniper is drama. That is pretty dramatic. So <laughs> if if you work with juniper don't use Mountain Ash around that bitch because you will have problems. Uh-huh. <laughs> she will have problems. It's not okay.
1: Did you the the story you had um where you just spoke about what was it in Germany?
0: That was in England. Oh no, no, in Italy, Italy.
1: Was it the same book? Um I can't pronounce this as E-T-R-U-S-C-A-N. No. No. Roman remains in popular tradition, 1992, from Charles Godfrey um, Leland. No. Um, Well, he describes a charm, and in the book, a woman has a beautiful baby, and it was attacked by a cat, and she believes it was caused because of witches. So she creates a charm to protect her child, and that charm includes protection of the juniper berry, along with cat hair, which is interesting because that's what attacked. frankincense, cumin, salt, breadcrumbs, iron fillings, and, like, other stuff that was in there. I was wondering if it's, like, associated with the same story.
0: No, but that's really interesting because, yeah. like, I feel like Juniper is definitely a friend of kids. It is. But not only that,
1: <laughs> these people love to blame witches but then they're using the same thing we do which is creating charms and herbs and putting them all together to protect themselves from witches which is what the fuck it's the same
0: you're doing the same thing i mean let's re- be real what we're doing protection spells for also protecting ourselves from other witches <laughs> <laughs> It's like, <laughs> if I see another hexing video about somebody who, like, I don't know, you t- said something, made the wrong, ju- I don't know, like, why are we hexing each other so much? It just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense to me, unless there's, like, some good reason for it, not just because it's Tuesday, and we want to choose violence,
1: uh, I, I, actually,
0: I really think people
1: create those videos for clout just to get attention comments, likes reactions, because it's just nonstop. It's, it's like overwhelmingly just crowding, especially like, um, what is it? The tick, um, tick, which tick, which talk, which talk, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to stop using the hashtag because it's just very problematic to this point. Um, I don't know. It's because if there's a lot of new, um, new witches and they're just learning things. So they're over-exaggerating information that they're learning and sharing it. And then just people who've been doing this for a long time, were like, bro, we learned that like 10 years ago, this is why it's wrong. And then it causes just like this huge fight and arguments. And it's just, it's just, it's draining out like the good stuff that could be happening on there, but hopefully it kind of like neutralizes and evens out i mean
0: that's that's on every platform i remember that problem on um tumblr there's like a lot of witchcraft problems on tumblr for a while even in like deity issues were a big like people saying they can tell you like who what your deities are and like talking to deities and just like it, it just got really overboard in the tumblr space and um I do find, like, the similar things that even happened on Instagram, it's just kind of a thing wherever you can share information, there's going to be disinformation. Especially, I think, the reason why it's such a big thing on TikTok is because there's also a theatrical element to it to get your videos to, like, pop off or whatever, you know? Yeah, true. I'm over it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I just pay... I pay it no mind, really, um, because like the kids will be kids and you know, like I didn't live cautiously as a young witch. (laughs) I think I, it was like, 10 and i did like a blood pact with my friend and like i i was 13 wiping my blood on a ouija board like just okay. making a very <laughs> <laughs> just making very bad decisions and the problem is is that these bad decisions don't get made in private anymore they're like hey world check out my bad decision
1: so really quick Oh, God, this is a little gross, but I'm going to share it anyway. Um, my mom found out that I did do like a like cut a bit of my hand with my best friend. We were really young. I mean, we were like in grammar school and mm-hmm. we did the pact. <laughs> my mom walked in and she's like, no eso no se hace. She was, like, flipping it with me, like, you can't do that. <laughs> she looked at my hands. She's like, sangre, hijo de puta. She called me all these names, like... Oh, like my God. I better. I'm like, mother, you've never told me that was not a good thing. She's like, you should know. It's fucking common sense and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what the hell? No, it's not. <laughs> so she made me go to the bathroom and pee in a cup. And then she asked my friend and me to go, like, put our hands on the sink. And she... <laughs> poured the urine over our hands to like reverse what we just did oh my gosh she never went to my house again ever and i don't blame her she was like you can come to my house but i will never go to your house again i'm like i i bet do you you know that that her open scar and urine like just just all like mom why do you have to be so (laughs) witchy so fucking but she, she like, after that, she explained to me, she said, you never exchange your blood with anyone, anything. I mean, just saliva when you're kissing. She told me everything about how energy exchanges and especially into someone's body when you have sex and you kissing when the saliva and she's like, with the blood is even more um, powerful. So yeah, just, you can say that after that was really careful about where my fluids were going. It was just, yeah. Traum- traumatizing
0: mine wasn't that extreme <laughs> mine was with my best friend in ninth grade and we were like I really want to be sisters I mean we're not in ninth grade when we were in nine like I really want to be sisters so we like we just like cut a little spot on our fingers we like pressed it together and we're just basically like okay we're sisters now oh I think that's so cute though I think there's such a like um even though
1: it's not safe obviously you know <laughs> mixing your blood but it's still it's it's childhood memories of things that we all do well not all of us well some of us experience and i think it's it's like childlike cuteness
0: it's also like when you start to get really fucking witchy it's like when you're like nine for real and you're just like look i can stick my finger through a flame and i'm making blood packs with my best
1: friend no, my mine was I could turn off a match with my tongue. <laughs> was so I was like, look what I can do. <laughs> yeah, girls are so like hardcore. We are, you know what? Naturally, I think just women, and when we're young girls, or just in general, person, um, we are we are very witchy. We're very in tune with like the magic that we see in the mundane i mean we have no other choice but to see the magic in the mundane when we're so young mm-hmm. because life gets a little boring at that age you're not really doing much yeah. well.
0: uh, you have, yeah. to have your imagination you have to we i were obsessed with a Ouija board when when i was like 9 10 years old we would carry it around everywhere and I was in an apartment complex. uh, so there was just like a bunch of kids and we would just find, go around to all the different spots and try to find like the best spot to talk to ghosts. (laughs) And so we would be like, Oh, look, there's graffiti on this wall. Let's see what happens if we do it next to the graffiti or (laughs) let's do it at the clubhouse and see what happens. And then We, our favorite spot, which now intuitively, I'm like, whoa, what the fuck were we thinking? We would go on one of those, like, you know, those green electrical boxes? Uh Uh-huh. No, that was those big giant
1: square ones. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I grew up in the project housing. We had huge ones outside.
0: We had the best fucking Ouija board session of our life on (laughs) one of those things. You shouldn't even be on those things. I used to hang out on them. They have so much energy. It's insane. That's what I think. We just tapped into this fucking energy now that I look back at it. And it was telling us everything. Those ghosts are just spilling the fucking tea. Oh my God, that's so dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> we <were just> like-
1: <laughs> I would have been that witchy friend of yours, like Harmani. You shouldn't be doing that.
0: <laughs> no, we were like, we're doing it. We we're like, we couldn't wait to get out of school because we were just going to go play with Ouija board somewhere and like huh. talk to ghosts.
1: Reeling in the Ouija board and Juniper, there was this haunted, um, I, when we moved to third street in Union city, first street park for whoever is from Hudson County, um, there used to be before they fixed up the park, they called it the Ninja house, which used to be like this old pool house abandoned. Mm Um, I mean, it was in ruins falling apart. I had, I I like broke a rib and everything, trying to climb it and do all these things. It was really dangerous. Oh my God. Um, there was this group of girls, you know, Latinas that were <laughs> doing Ouija board on the bottom. And to get to the bottom, you literally had to like climb at least 20 feet down with the, like the stone, like wherever you can stick your feet and your fingers. All, so they always, I would never go down there because of that. And they were down there and I hear, like these spooky voices and I would go there just to hide away from everybody else. But I Mm -hmm. heard like these spooky entities and my curiosity, I was like, why are there so many spirits? So I went, I looked over and the pool house was surrounded with juniper. There was juniper all over the place. And there was this one in particular one that I was right next to while I was looking over and they were there summoning and talking to spirits. And I could see like these weird shadows, like moving around them. And before I could say something, I was gonna, you know, tell them, hey, you shouldn't do that. Um, which probably would have gotten my ass whooped because that's what happened back in the day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The bush like literally shook next to me. Uh this is like real life story. It shook on its own and the berries like fell all over on their heads, and they just like slammed everything cold and they were "We're gonna go fucking kill you. They thought it was me (laughs) dropping the berries on them. Um, Oh my gosh. (laughs) And they proceeded to like climb to come chase me. But, you know, I was, I had more than enough time to get home. But it was interesting to me how the bush just decided to shake these berries off. I don't know why, but it was definitely protecting me from something.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, I also like, I think the reason that I think back to that time and like the Ouija boards and stuff like that is. Uh, like we were doing really dangerous stuff, but we were we were surrounded by juniper and yew, like half the time they were all over the apartment complex. Um, I remember picking the little yew berries, like and squishing them in my fingers, and juniper berries. I love to pick them off this one bush and like keep them in my pockets and everything. Yeah. So I do feel like there's definitely like a, that protective like. You know, like, it it takes a community to raise kids. And I feel like the Juniper has, like, that community, like, motherly aspect to it. They definitely have some type of moral standing, especially if they're, like, alerting uh, the the town of thieves and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I wrote in the book specifically that the beauty of Juniper is that she will protect you by not taking you to a realm she feels you cannot handle. So she does have that mothering, protective um side to her,
0: I do find that interesting because um, oh, so they are sacred to the Virgin Mary in Christianity mm-hmm. but it has three triangular seeds, and that's why they say that there's they're sacred to like the Holy Trinity and all of that stuff. Um, but whenever you see the three in plants, uh, I see like triple goddess energy, yeah that, that uh, maiden mother crone energy. So I, that I definitely think it has that just like full on motherly protector vibe to it. And being sacred to the Virgin Mary totally like lines up with that. Actually, it's the... One of the stories are that it was also said to provide refuge to those fleeing from Herod's soldiers uh, and sheltered baby Jesus and the Madonna. And then in the Old Testament is sheltered Elijah from the queen.
1: Interesting.
0: No, she. it's definitely a powerful
1: protector. And it's very intuitive and wise and knows what's going on and knows what needs to be done. Oh, I love it. And um, yeah in particular with like hoodoo or many um, Caribbean practices it's used for like property associations um, to like find a renter for your home or a buyer. Um, It's also really great (laughs) to get someone out of your home or business um, (laughs) or to get you to um, get your love to move in with you or have a bad relationship to move out.
0: I think that makes, that's like so in line with people like those memes that are like when you're cleansing, but you're the bad energy. Have you, were you like
1: particularly working with Juniper this past week? Me?
0: Yeah. Uh, No, I was not. Maybe I should have But the energy of (laughs) being around. (laughs) Uh, No, no. I, I actually love to put it in my baths, juniper berries. And then there's this one, there's this one beer that I really love that uses juniper berries. It's called sa tea and you can't get it all the time. And I don't know, I just adore it. I didn't even know the story behind it, but it's like a traditional Finnish style beer. Hmm. So, like, I, I feel like the reason I connect with it, too, is it's just, like, an ancestral thing. Yeah. But it's, like, a, it's, like, a, a juniper and, like,
1: chai. It's so good. Wait, juniper mixed with chai? Yeah. Uh, that is freaking interesting combination.
0: I'm, I'm still trying to hunt it down. So uh, if anybody out there sees it, please let me know because I can't. It's so hard to find. That is very
1: interesting. I can't, I can't, I can't see. I'm, I'm stuttering because I can't fathom the mixture of the two. So I I am now on the hunt with you.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you see it, it's spelled S A H apostrophe t-e-a and it has a woman and like she's on a reindeer
1: (laughs) what the hell oh my god it's very magical it sounds magical um and then hmm maybe if so maybe we can find it now since it's like winter time
0: uh i can't remember what season it was like i i look all the time because i'm like i haven't seen that in a while like when are they gonna have i think it's by dogfish head or whatever. I don't know. Whenever I get drunk, that one turns into like Dogfish Goose Island or whatever I say. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's Dogfish Head. And so hold on, I have to tell this website that I'm over 21. So it's an ancient ale that's a modern take on 9th century Finnish beer. And it says the wort for saw tea is caramelized over white hot river rocks, and the beer is fermented with a German Wiesen yeast. In addition to juniper berries foraged from the Finnish countryside, saw tea is flavored with black tea. Okay, fancy pants. Yeah, and it says the spicing is subtle and balanced, and saute is a highly quaffable, truly unique brew that is with a full mouth feel. Oh my god, beer people are so funny. <laughs> <FAT> word
1: <laughs> it just brought me back to my SATs holy crap.
0: Like yeah so I don't know it's fucking delicious. It's super rare. If you see it, let me know because it's my favorite. It has a pretty lady on a reindeer. Don't pass that one up. I love it. I'm like obsessed with it. Did you
1: find um, the reference to cannibalism with juniper? no <laughs> good so <What>? <laughs> so <laughs> let's talk about this story um it's juniper is also featured in one of the most horrific of Grimm's fairy tales the juniper tree in which a pregnant woman eats the berries of the juniper tree which grows in the garden of her house as a result of which she becomes ill and le- and lives just long enough to give birth to a son she is buried beneath the juniper tree and after a period of mourning the father remarries in time a daughter is born and the stepmother becomes jealous seeking to gain all of the father's wealth for the daughter she first physically abuses and then kills her stepson by beheading him and feed him his flesh in the form of stew to his father his half-sister collects his bones and lays them beneath the juniper tree in the garden below which the boy's mother has been previously buried. I'm almost done. I promise a magical mist and flames appear and the bones are transformed into a bird who is able through his song to reveal how he was murdered by singing his song to various enchanted listeners. He is able to gather to himself the things he needs to dispense justice, which he drops onto his stepmother and kills her. Once the justice has been dealt out to the stepmother, the bird's, the bird is transformed once again into the child and normality is resumed. It is said that this child has to mix the juniper berries with the flesh of like evil people in order for it to keep continue to have eternity in life.
0: Oh my fucking God, that is insane. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> oh,
1: <my God. laughs> it's awesome. chills. I was like, uh, awesome. Because why is that not a movie? Because. Right. And I am so fascinated with this, not just because it's creepy as fuck, but because of the associations, again, with death and realms and the transformation of like the tree being chatty. So the the tree literally transforms the bird into like the bones into this bird. Right. With with this magical mist. Mm -hmm. And and this is where the gossip comes in. Right. Yeah. Yeah and oh I mentioned the birds before right that and and yeah okay wow awesome and
0: and the justice
1: yeah so again five so five points for
0: Gryffindor um so petition (laughs) petition to all occult texts to add justice to the uses of juniper yes
1: because this is a common thing that we're seeing And yeah, so the gossip got around. And, but the interesting part here, if I go back, um, by singing his song to various enchanted listeners, when you have texts that reference to enchanted people or enchanted anything, and here in particular is enchanted listeners, they're usually gifted people who are able to connect with plants. So Mm -hmm. trees, plants, witches, um, you know, spiritual people who are connected to the earth. So it's interesting how they were able to reveal it to the people who were able to pay attention to the nature symbolism and and song.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just love that. That, I mean, that's, that is grim, but it really, that's intense.
1: Life is grim and it, life is beautiful. And there's so much of it that we haven't discovered or tapped into because we're too busy trying to fill our lives with things that have nothing to do with our presence here. Um, But when we start really opening up and paying attention and being present with ourselves and work on our healing, it's just, it becomes this whole other journey. It's really, it's powerful.
0: It could be super, super powerful. Um, So yeah. You know, I think it's interesting that Juniper brings out this conversation too because it really is healing through community through communication through uh like parenting and mothering and just like all of these like it, it just is everything that Juniper is yes all you know and there's no healing without the communication. There's no healing without the community. There's no you know, protection without all of those things. These are all important things to dispel evil, for cleansing, for exercising. The communication and the community needs to be there. It does. It does.
1: And, and, and it's coming back around. Community is key. It really is. And if you look at nature itself, how animals are always in community, um, even like the trees and nature itself, like the mountains and the rivers, there's always some form of togetherness. And we're figuring that out because separating is just causing
0: us to die <laughs> spiritually yeah I mean is there anything lonelier than one singular tree in the field (laughs) like it just feels
1: wrong yeah every time I see a single tree like that I want to put a little bench so people can go sit actually we we did that to one of the trees here but we're going to plant ones next to it but anytime if you see a little a tree by itself or if you have one in in your home or by a park see if you can put a chair or even a trunk or something next to it where it's gonna call people to sit and kind of spend like, some time there
0: it's it's uh it's serving like the giving tree when it's just by itself yeah oh I love that you know but like I a tree alone is just feels unusual and odd to look at but like A forest of trees is such a beautiful, you know, just mind blowing thing to observe, like going to the mountains and seeing mountains and mountains of trees is just like so mind expanding and the way that you can't even photograph it like it's the moon. Like it does not, right. No, I'm, I'm like, I have like four different cameras and
1: I still can't get the shot that I see through my eyes. And sometimes I'm like, sometimes the lens you need to use is just yourself, your own self to, to witness the magic that nature is, especially like that when they're all bound together.
0: Yeah. So that's it. It's community over isolation and i feel like that is the message of juniper and that's what makes juniper so strong yes i love them all right i think that's a wrap that's a wrap so where can we find you online juliet anywhere under my handle
1: at i am juliet diaz again be careful with the scammers out there i do not have like a backup account i do not message you to ask you for money or for, to have readings, none of that. So please don't fall for any of that.
0: I am at Chelsea the Witch on TikTok, at Stay at Home Witch on Instagram, and at Witch Baby Soap everywhere else and on Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> and then you can follow us at Elder Hour on Instagram. If you could, if you could review and. Great this podcast. That would be amazing. Uh, it helps us get more visibility on Apple Podcasts. So we really appreciate it if you could do that.